Okay, I struggle with delegation because I pretty much always think I can do it faster. Mm-hmm. It sounds arrogant to say that, and probably is arrogant, but it is kind of the subconscious feeling. Like, oh gosh, gotta set up a meeting, like explain it, and back and forth, and they, they won't do it right. And it's just, it always, I'm a very like efficiency person, so it always feels like, well, I can just do it faster mm-hmm. myself. So then I'll add... 50 more things to my to-do list <laughs> get totally burnt out and stressed that I'm not getting it all done because I can do it faster. Sure. I think that you're probably not alone in the world and feeling that way. Yeah. Even though we know in our knowledge, right, right that we should <laughs> explain it somehow and pass it on. But, but in the moment, mm-mm. yeah. You'd rather just take care of it yourself. Yeah. What about you? Well, uh, mine is sometimes around guilt. Like I just feel guilty that I don't want to give someone more work. I mm-hmm. feel like, especially if it's tedious. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And so then I'll just push through myself. Uh-huh. Uh, and this, of course, I've worked through, by the way. <laughs> oh, I've noticed. You're so just, perfect uh, at it now. No, what I mean is that I don't care. I really do. Now you of, don't care about no, people. No, no. <laughs> I really mean the tedious work. I am very uh-huh. quick to release now. But there was a season of my life that I felt guilty about <laughs> just it. But a I really, short season. I suck at it so much. I really should not <laughs> let it go. <laughs> Maybe that's the trick to delegation. Just actually realize how much you suck at yeah. it. So then you're like, yeah. well, um, I, I have a similar one to that, which is I can feel mean sometimes mm-hmm. asking someone to do something. Mm-hmm. It's so ridiculous when you step back. I mean, mm-hmm. you've rarely felt that from somebody who asked you to help mm-hmm. with something. But um, I think especially like if you're looking in the workforce, the younger the person, the more that exists. The feeling of I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be rude. I want to ask. I don't want to ask too right. much. And yet, like, that's what we're paid to do here. Yeah, It is probably one of the most asked for topic that you and I get to Yes. Okay. So perfect lead in. This is what I wanted to say because I think delegation is actually a very funny topic. You and I both love stand up comedy. I think there are amazing bits. This is one of those moments. This is a moment. You got it. Are you ready? I think this is like a ripe topic for some really good stand up bits. Mm. Have you ever seen any on delegation? Any stand up? None that are coming to my mind. Ah, I haven't either. And I feel like it could be so good. It could be. Right? Because it's like such a mundane (laughs) (laughs) topic. Right. And yet everyone who's a people leader or the second you become one, you're like, yes, please tell me more. I need to talk about this. Mm -hmm. Please. I need to learn about delegation. I've heard that so many times where someone's like, wow, um, I totally checked out on that topic because before and now that I lead people I'm like really into this topic Mm -hmm. because we all struggle with it it's so hard you know why it's because people do those vague directions it's very similar to hey just uh you know uh, be more confident you're like thank you very (laughs) much it's very similar bosses managers will often say to their newer leaders or hey just do you need to learn to delegate yeah and then mm. they leave you right there, and you do not know how to do it. You have no clue. No clue. Because there are so many nuances. Okay, I wrote down, here are the top six reasons that I have heard. This is this okay. is like anecdotal from people, coaching people. Okay. The top six reasons I hear why delegation is a struggle. And by the way, like we're using the word delegation because it's just easier to say, but it comes out in lots of different ways. You might call it asking people to do something, oh, you know, ownership of the work, whatever. Right. Number one, I never really learned how, mm-hmm. what you just said. 
There's yeah. actually no knowledge of how to delegate. Right, I don't know. How. Tactically, mm-hmm. how do you do it? Number two, afraid that the that whoever I delegate it to won't do it right, or that they won't do it as good as me. Number three, they don't want to burden people. Mm-hmm. That was more like That's mine. yours. Number four is it's faster to do it myself. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like mine. Number five, afraid of being a micromanager. Mm-hmm. This is a big one. And then number six is, this one's really interesting. I don't want to have to correct them later. Hmm. It's like a pre-fear, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because we have so many people who tell us that they don't like their fear of conflict, mm-hmm. fear of difficult conversations. I mean, that one's such a popular one. Yeah. So they're already like trying to steer away from that. If yeah. I don't give it, then I don't have to have a... They just want to say, nice job. Exactly. Right. right. I have that one too. Because mm-hmm. I, I can sense like, okay, if they don't do it right... I'm going to have to say something. I'm going to have to have a difficult conversation. I'm going to mm-hmm. have to like tell them they did something wrong. Or yeah. It, that And we're going to talk about a strategy to mm. prevent that from happening. Mm-hmm. But I think in general, with all six of these, leaders can kind of stumble into having to delegate. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, that's part of my job. And I don't have any predictable, repeatable framework to go mm-hmm. off of. Did you mention perfectionism? Was there one I kind didn't. of twisted? Is that a common one you hear? I, I do. Like they, they're a perfectionist. So if they delegate it, there it's not going to be done the the perfect way. Mm. So they have to let go of perfectionism in order to delegate. That's just that's good. Yeah, yeah. It's similar to I'm afraid they won't do it as good as me. Right, but it yeah. is a different. Yes. But it is a specific, mm-hmm. especially personality types. Um, I, I think one thing that helped me as I've started to learn delegation, you know, mm-hmm. working on it, growing in it, is realizing that effective delegation is not abdication or micromanagement. Mm. It's somewhere in the middle. And I think we can tend to the extremes. It's like, okay, either I'm a micromanager and I'm all up in your biz, or I'm just like, oh, no, freedom. You know, you have to do it however you want. We we're a culture that promotes freedom and there's just nothing like people actually do want some guidance. They do want some direction. They, yes. And I love that you said that there's somewhere in between because have you ever been delegated something and someone micromanaged the whole process and that wasn't fun uh-huh. or someone delegated you something and you're like, uh, uh, um, and they just said, all right. And you have you no idea what they asked you to do. You have no idea what success looks like, how to be mm-hmm. successful, because mm-hmm. there was no direction or, or guardrails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know there's a Seinfeld episode about this, uh, right? <laughs> is, are you thinking of one? There is. Okay. George Costanza is totally asked. Uh, to. He, he's given a project by someone at the Yankee Stadium. And basically, he's like, how's that project going? Oh, and, I remember yeah, this. George yeah. is like, uh, and he keeps, and so every time he gets, so gets around him he's like he'll be like so that project what 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 specifics did you want me to focus on again oh you're fine you're you're doing great and he was like <laughs> he never can find out what but he's too afraid to ask oh it's hysterical no parameters at all i do remember that, that was one. a good one that is great <laughs> oh my gosh okay shut this podcast up Sorry. right now and just go watch that <laughs> I think there's also there's a lot of complicated frameworks mm-hmm. out there. So even if you do try to learn how to do delegation, mm-hmm. it's it's at best it's something that's like you have to have a manual on your desk to remember how to do it. Mm-hmm. That's not practical. In the moment, delegation happens in the moment all day long. It's like you just need something simple and go to. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to share my three-part framework. It's like the three levels of simple delegation because 
this is something I have, uh, like we often do at Greenhouse, pulled from all those different complicated ones and said, yeah, but what really matters and what works? Yep. And I have not only um, helped other leaders implement this mm -hmm. and they're successful with it, but I have tried it myself. I would not be sharing this if I haven't tried it myself and mm -hmm. I don't want to use the word proven. I feel like that's a little too... <laughs> it's, a it's a proven method. method. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I've tried it and it works. Yeah. And is it perfect? No, I don't think any framework is perfect, but it just works and it's easy and I think it's memorable so I don't have to have the freaking manual on my desk. Yeah. No manuals, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Level one, delegate the thinking. Okay, just FYI, this is going to be the longer one. So stick with us because level two and three are actually pretty quick. But level one's the longer one because this is the one everyone misses. Well, it's your first attempt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so delegate the thinking. This is about most likely we, um, let's say there's a project that I'm thinking about and I'm going to delegate it to you. Mm -hmm. But the first thing I do is I already named it. I start thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So what do we need to do? What are probably the steps Sunday needs to take? All right. So when should we try to work on this? What are the deadlines? All right. So wait, what are the different? And I've now spent hours mm -hmm. doing thinking work before I ever handed it off to you. Uh, yeah. Right. But we all do this. Right? This is a very mm -hmm. common thing. And we don't catch ourselves because that's just what we've always done, right? I had to think through it. And so I think through it and then hand it off to you. Mm -hmm. The problem is if you've got, I don't know, let's say you're leading 20 people and you're doing three hours of thinking work for each thing for all 20 people, <laughs> like, mm -hmm. of course you're burnt out and overwhelmed. It, it's when you see yourself starting to think about the work, stop. That's like the trigger. Mm -hmm. So if you're into the kind of trigger action reward habits, <laughs> you know, it's like, Right. That's the moment to stop yourself and go, okay, wait, stop thinking, hand the thinking off to Sunday. Like that is actually the first thing I need to delegate to you is the thinking work. Mm -hmm. Hey, could you go um, think through like what needs to happen for this project and what are the timelines? Could you maybe come back with a few proposals or ideas of what you think we should do with it? And then mm -hmm. when, when you come back to me, we'll talk through it and we'll kind of figure out the next step from there. Love it. Hand off the thinking work. So many fun coaching sessions where uh, I'm helping the leader realize like that's actually the moment of that's like the that's the make or break moment. And then we start working on an actual idea. Mm -hmm. And it's like, all right, so let's work through an example. What do you have going on right now? And and they start and then they start going into thinking mode. And it's like, whoa, whoa, stop. Like that's right there. That's the moment where you actually needed to stop and hand that off to somebody. Yeah, it makes me also think that whoever you're delegating it to, they're going to own it more if they're a part of their own thinking exactly. versus you doing the thinking for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is hard to hand. It's hard for someone to fully take ownership when you've already like come up with it and you're like, here, mm -hmm. own this baby that I yeah. already birthed. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> you're like mm, that's harder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think the point is if, if you're doing the thinking, you're actually still the bottleneck in the whole thing. Sure. Another point about this is the expectation setting that I just called out way too quickly and I'll stop and explain it more. The expectation setting is the key here. So if I just say, Sunday, can you go do the thinking on this and then come back with something? We're still not there yet because what's going to happen is one of a few things. You're going to go away and you're going to get worried and fearful about doing it right. Right. And that's going to procrastinate and stall you out. Mm -hmm. 
or you're going to spend way too long trying to perfect that thinking work oh, yes, and get one. the exact right answer because yep. you got to come back with the perfect thing. Or if you're like a lot of companies, you go create a 20-page PowerPoint deck. Oh, and you, God, you know, you yeah. do way too much work. Um, and then the fourth thing, which was one of the reasons people are scared of delegation, is now I'm going to have to correct you because you did it wrong. Mm-hmm. So we have to have a difficult conversation. Instead of all of that, here's the simple step. Set the expectation that, no, Sunday, I just want you to go like rough draft, think of some ideas, put them on paper, sketch out a few proposals or do a little research and then come back to me. And what we're going to do in that meeting is we're going to talk through it, probably iterate, change some things. I'll give you some feedback. We can kind of go back and forth and noodle on it and then decide our next steps. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want you to comment on that as a listener, but See how already that changed the dynamic from like, oh, crap, I need to get it perfect. Oh, to, absolutely. Oh, OK. So I'm going to come back with a draft mm-hmm. and we're going to jam on that. And it seems so simple when you say that, mm-hmm. but it is a missed step constantly. Oh, I, I still constantly miss it because it's I don't know. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. in the moment. You're like, just go do it. But just give him a little in in one week or all I'm expecting is boom. Yeah. And even this one, I like it even sometimes when people say, and in the next week, if you have a few little questions, just email me if you get a little bit stuck. Ooh, that's because good. sometimes I feel like, am I allowed to speak for the next week? <laughs> or am I? Do I you know, yeah, I, am, I must have it. You, know, I like that yeah. permission to like a quick touch face if I'm if I'm feeling a little stuck. Like so I've done this with you. You've given mm-hmm. me something and I've gone, hey, real quick, we Voxer. I just found this and I'm going in this direction. I just want to make sure I'm headed in the right direction. Yes or no? And yeah. you're like, yes, you're in the right direction because you do want to keep keeping the momentum but you also don't want the momentum to go so too yeah. far down the wrong yeah. path or yeah it's like wednesday right you know <laughs> right. and i still yeah anyway i like that i like that add-on it's you and i are both musicians so to me i immediately think of songwriting mm-hmm. i mean no well i guess there are scenarios where you have like a professional songwriter who brings songs to the table that are almost complete yeah. but still most of the time, there's this back and forth of, okay, I've yeah. got this idea. Like, mm-hmm. Sunday, just play me the idea you have. And it's like yeah. four chords. And and yeah. sometimes you know how people don't even have words yet, so they're faking the lyrics with, like, sounds. It's just like, and it's like, it's just an idea, and we go from there. And then usually somehow a finished song comes out the other end of that, but it's not it's not complete when you bring it to the studio. It's just like a random idea. Yeah. That is the idea here is you want to set the expectations up front that I'm not expecting you to come back with a perfect polished thing. Mm -hmm. I just want you to come back with some ideas, some research, some proposals, and we'll jam on it and go from there. Perfect. So I was working with a team on this the other day and we're like workshopping through that conversation because it Mm -hmm. is it's actually like a new muscle. All right. Leader is like practicing the delegation and then the person being delegated to is practicing like receiving that and they go back and forth and it was great. It was like, okay, yeah, yeah. The problem is, you can, and you could see it as the coach, they were both nodding their heads like, yeah, sounds good. All right, we'll do that. And they both had different interpretations going on of what of what the step was. Mm. So, so they both looked at me. It was kind of this, it was a fun moment. They both looked at me like, okay, so coach, what do we do next? It's like, all right, try this. Check for understanding. Like ask each other, okay, what oh, what yeah. did you what did, what was your takeaway mm-hmm. there? What was your takeaway? And they both shared their takeaway, 
and they were close but a little off. Mm-hmm. And so they quickly adjusted each other and they were like, oh, okay, I know, yeah. So you want me to go like make a couple draft plans and set a date on the calendar for us to sync back up and talk through them. Boom. Boom. So it's checking for us for understanding and then notice that last step is like, even when you're delegating to them, have them set a time on the calendar for us to meet back and talk about it. Ask them like, okay, Sunday, how much time do you need to, to work through that? When do mm-hmm. you want to work? When do you want to meet back? Perfect. It's those little nuanced pieces of it that make it work. Mm-hmm. But that example that I just gave you, you can repeat all day long for years and be the best manager around. It's like those little steps to, okay, delegate, stop yourself when you start thinking about the work, delegate the thinking, um, ask, make sure to set the expectations that it doesn't have to be perfect and ask them to set a time where you come back and you'll jam on it. That's it. Jam. Love it. Jam. Done. (laughs) That's not that easy, is it? No, I'm sorry to go back to, you know, I uh, have a lot of kids and uh, the first three are boys. And it reminded me of when I knew it was time to teach them to clean the bathroom. Mm. I got to tell you, that wasn't fun. (laughs) I didn't want to. I just wanted to keep doing it myself. I hate to say it because I just knew it was not going to be right. Oh, it's going to be painful too. And it felt like it wasn't right for like a year, you know? Oh, I just was like kind of, uh, that's yes. how I felt. But I, I was like, someday they got to clean their own bathroom. Like that's the goal <laughs> is that they leave this house and know how. Uh, and I'm just, it just reminded me of that. Like yeah. we, it is easier to whip in there and whip out. But the truth is it is not in the big picture. I'm not doing them a, a service at all. Okay. But back to the workplace. But Sunday, that's uh, such a great example because you did have to make the resolve. It did, did take the step of you deciding like, oh, I'm going to do it. All oh. right. I'm going to do this hard painful, extra step. Painful process. Oh <laughs> They're like idiots. Uh-huh. Um, before you go to step number two, being a coach, I have had so many clients come in on the other side and say things like this. I'll do a check-in. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Anything new or interesting happening since the last time we spoke? Yes. My manager gave me something to work on. I I mean, th- they're so excited, words cannot express, that they were delegated something because they feel as though their manager trusted them yeah, with something. Uh-huh. So here we are sometimes <laughs> stressing, should I, shouldn't I? Mm-hmm. And on the flip side, it's it's like a gift to some people who are just dying to work on something new. Yes. Yeah, so I just wanted to give that perspective too. And that is often the case Mm -hmm. yeah then there's the case sometimes where people are like please don't but that's really often the case is that people feel excited about the trust that you have in them Mm. yep yeah i hear it a lot because typically the more senior leader in the scenario is more of a high level thinker strategy ideas whatever the person they're delegating to might be more in the details and weeds so naturally the leader feels bad delegating something that's like detailed because they wouldn't like to do that work. Right. Oh, that's me. Meanwhile, the person getting that work loves that kind of work. Absolutely. And so sometimes it is, it can, we can miss Mm -hmm. each other like that. Mm -hmm. So level one was delegate the thinking. I promise the next two are quicker. It better be. (laughs) (laughs) Level, but that is, that is kind of the point. If you do level one and take the time on that one, uh, to make, it's not really the time to do it. It's more the time to build that muscle. Mm -hmm. Then the next two come so much easier. So level two is delegate the task. This is more what we're familiar with. 
This is like the work item is already defined. Wait, so, and what you're saying is people don't ever get to the task because they don't do step one. Because it feels like people step one trips them up. Yeah. So that... Well, no, it's a good point because sometimes these are linear steps. Like first delegate the thinking, then Mm -hmm. Sunday you come back with some ideas and we jam on it and we decide what's, what are we going to do then? What is the task to do? And Mm -hmm. then I'm handing it back to you to go do that task. Sometimes it's a linear succession, but sometimes you're just entering in at a different level. Just here's a task to be done. Right. So sometimes delegating the task is like the work thing is already defined. There's no thinking Mm -hmm. to do. It's like, I need you to go do it. Right. And and that is maybe the one we get hung up on. I don't want to burden them or ask them too much. But it's like you need you need them to do it. Mm-hmm. They that is their job. They work for you. That is okay to ask them to do it. And really it's just about having them kind of provide status updates along the way and when it's complete. They're owning that task. It's already defined, but they just need to keep you in the loop. So it's kind of a simpler one. I the analogy I like that I I've heard this a lot. I don't know who came up with it. It's like a student driver in the passenger seat. So you've got, um, if level one is more like, um, you're the, you're the instructor Mm -hmm. and I'm the student driver in the passenger seat, then level one is kind of like, I'm shadowing you, watching Mm -hmm. you drive. Right. Right. You still have the control and kind of the authority and it's still the break. Most importantly, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm watching you. So you're pulling me into the work to some extent, but there's not too much risk. Like there's not a whole lot I can do to screw it up. If that's what level one is like, then level two is like we're swapping places and you're letting me take the wheel because now the responsibility, the ultimate like accountability of the task is still on you as the leader. But I'm the one taking the the steering wheel and doing the task. So I think that um, there's a huge spectrum of what this one can look like. Sure. And my takeaway about it has been it's just about having a good conversation to make sure we're aligned on what the expectations are. It feels like no matter what you delegate, that's actually a great thing to do. After I delegate it, say kind of like, what did you hear? You know, and also when is making sure we're clear on what the deadline was. Yeah. Because that's in, that's often the, the disconnect. And what do you, like you're the communication expert and this, you're right. That's so much of all of this is communication. <laughs> <laughs> What are some of the common trip ups in that conversation? I think the the fear of the fear of thinking that the the, the biggest one I have is that people are afraid that the boss thinks that they didn't understand it from the first ask, mm. so they're afraid to ask clarifying questions. Ooh, uh huh. So they just go, uh huh, yeah, mm-hmm. and they're and they're lost. But then they're for some reason in that moment they're afraid to dig in further, so they leave and go, I don't know what he asked. Yeah, uh huh. That's actually, but I feel like it's also on the leader. To, to notice when that's happening. Yeah. To be like, all right, so let me just make sure we're good here. What what did you hear? What are, how can I help to make sure that you walk away from this needing everything that you need? I remember going to this class, um, I think it was like 20 years ago, and it was about checking for understanding. <laughs> that phrase is, it was so corporate and so vague. Because it, like, it could feel so like... <laughs> Checking for understanding. <laughs> yeah, like like some like click click click. Yeah, you know? like some kind of <laughs> Yes, it was a button on the computer like now yeah. I'm checking for understanding. 
instead of it just being like, hey, are you okay? What do you need from me? What do you know? What do you not understand? Give them the provision to say that you, you might not still understand something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sometimes I, I mean, I do, you know, you'll, I'll be like, I'm, I don't get, I know, I still don't yeah, get it. No, Try you're again. you're so good at that. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Another thing, I'm stealing this phrase from, uh, this is, I think this is more common among designers, but the level of zoom I just like the thinking about zooming in or out of a picture. Mm, I like, thought we were talking about zoom. <laughs> okay, got it. It's it's like checking that we're on the same level of zoom because we might both be looking at Google Maps, but you're at like the city view and right. I'm at the like bush in the front right, yard. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> see the color of the car, and that can happen a lot, right? Because right. you have a leader who's thinking about big picture all day long, right. and they're oh, delegating something, so and it's like, yeah, so you got it, right? But they're talking super high level. And the delegate T is like thinking way in the details. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, you did not give me enough. Or -hmm. sometimes vice versa. So it's just checking on the level of Zoom that we're we're kind of, that I might be giving you enough detail Mm -hmm. or that you think it's too much detail. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now I'm, yeah, I'm overwhelmed by the detail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess it goes back to your point of just kind of like talking about it. Moving right along. Moving right along. All right. Level one, delegate the thinking. Level two, delegate the task. Now, level three is delegate the ownership. So if I'm going to continue the driving analogy, you know, we swapped seats before. And now this is like driver's license step. So now that person gets to drive on their own. You get out of the car and they take over completely. So ownership is more about the f- the full project in terms of the thinking work, the doing work, everything in between, it's like you own this thing. And maybe it's actually a work stream or a um, part of the business or the company where now you are taking ownership of that and you're going to run that. So it's more about asking for an outcome than asking for you to like do a predefined task. I think that part you hear a lot of the delegation teaching out there focuses on that part. And I think rightfully so, because usually we ask, Hey, Sonny, can you do this thing? Mm -hmm. Which stifles your ability to use your creativity or introduce your own ideas or ways of doing it. But if I delegate an outcome, like, Hey, I want you to come up with a podcast episode that would be really engaging. Like now you get to fill, fill in everything in between. It's like the outcome is what I'm looking for. You get to decide what you do and how you do it. And so it starts to ask someone to move from just a doer up into the role of a leader, doing that thinking work, coming up with the the how, coming up with maybe even the what. Um, well, it makes me think solving. that people go too quickly to this stage. They start here. So then there's sometimes even there's, so there's failure. And then they're, they're second-guessing themselves. In other words, like, you delegated to me and you went right to ownership. You never delegated anything to me before. You went right there. And now I'm experiencing some level of fear and disappointment. And I did disappoint. And it could have been 
It could have been much less painful had we started with, just start with the thinking. Yeah. You know, let's move into this, move into this. Absolutely. Like, because so many of us, we, we didn't know anything about how to delegate. Mm-hmm. And then, so we went from either micromanaging or not delegating at all. And then we heard this cool lesson or this course or this, you know, or Instagram Or a book story. called Ownership. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and we jumped straight all the way down yeah. to ownership. And it's like, oh, I'm such a good leader now. I'm like giving them freedom. Right. And I'm saying like, here, you get to own this. And right. ask anyone who who made that jump, mm-hmm. and I'm one of them, is like, whoa, there's so many things in mm-hmm. between. And now you're freaking people out. <laughs> yeah. Also, I think that I'm, what I'm seeing, too, is that trust is being established. Mm. Also, not only is trust being established, but we're figuring out how each other works and communicates. So if we're being smart, we're watching and observing. Are you an in-the-weeds person? Are you much more of a big per- I'm, like, noticing and observing so that I can self-correct as I'm going along until we get to ownership. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, like with the driver's ed scenario, there's a reason they don't just throw you the license. There's right. those steps that kind of build up the trust. And... Oh, you're he- you're heavy-footed. You know, like, <laughs> what do they call it? Le- Lead-footed? Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> or you are, you're, you're tentative. Yeah. You you tend to you never go in the fast lane. You know, you know what I mean? like, <laughs> you're heavy leaded <laughs> and you're fast headed. You're no, I never can repeat those things. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Me either. I no, I think you're right. That's a good point. The trust is established, you're learning about each other, and it gives you the chance to to develop that person, mm-hmm. give the right feedback. Mm-hmm. To your point earlier, people want that. People are craving mm-hmm. to be are. developed oh, by are. their leader. And the leader the whole time is shying away, thinking that would be mean. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Interesting for all of you listeners out there, I have to say, like, you might be shocked by this, but so (laughs) many people come into coaching and they say this, I wish my manager would tell me something to work on. Isn't that crazy? Yes. And managers are afraid to say it. They're like, "Keep, keep doing a good job. You're doing great. Doing great. And they're like, would you please <laughs> give me something specific to focus on? Because they know that that's part of how they grow and yeah. how they get promoted. Right. And they know they can't get promoted if there's nothing to focus on. Well, let me take that a step further. You go for it. If I delegate ownership to you, you might now have to use level one or level two delegation yourself. Mm-hmm. And of course, especially in a bigger organization, there are people under you as well. And there right. might be people under them. And it's like, well, they're never going to get to learn and grow in delegation if you're not if you're not mm-hmm. starting that process so it kind of it can trickle down if you're in a flat organization or a young company that's just more agile and not you don't really have all this hierarchy mm-hmm. doesn't matter same thing same rules apply mm-hmm. someone's delegating to somebody yeah <laughs> and at some point i think it's even more valuable to have that direction when there isn't a hierarchy mm-hmm. because Everyone's probably secretly wandering around feeling insecure about are they doing the right things? Are they doing enough? Who's who's supposed to do what? Things get dropped because no one had clear lines of ownership. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I just think the difference here, because people will ask, like, what's the difference then between ownership and delegate the thinking? Um, aren't both of them starting with like, okay, you need to think about it. You need to come up with what to do. The difference is who's responsible for the work. In level one, I might be asking you to do the thinking, but it's still on me. Yeah. Right? Like if things Mm -hmm. go wrong, it's still still on me at the end of the day. And I didn't necessarily tell you to do it yet. Right. I just told you to sit there and think. (laughs) (laughs) You're like picturing someone out in the common area there, like going to town, doing work. You're like, hey, I didn't ask you to do anything. Just thinking. (laughs) 
a whole you hired a whole company full of people are just like thinking real hard. So, like, see that row over there? There are thinkers. <laughs> <laughs> There's our thinkers. Look at them. So good at thinking. <laughs> so, we're such nerds. Oh. Well, I've been watching the show Billions and it's kind of this hedge fund firm where you do get the sense everyone's just kind of clicking around their laptops, looking at the stock ticker, being like, yeah, look at that one. Yeah. Look at that stock. Yeah. <laughs> like no one's actually no one's doing, doing anything. anything. Yeah. I want that job. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, okay. But for real, though, level three is um, the responsibility has now been shifted to to the other person. So, you know, now, now it is like you're on the hook for the results of the work mm-hmm. versus you just get to kind of dabble in it and it's okay if you it's okay if you fail now if you fail it's a big problem it is yep you're out <laughs> and then level three you delegate the failure so i know you don't have another step right right <laughs> <laughs> i just want to make sure we're done right no, i i i actually wanted to to pull out a, one more process before all of this just in case uh, some managers feel really, really like I've had some brand new managers and they're like, they're sometimes even before step one, mm-hmm. this one thing is a hang up. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to throw that out there. They're like, well, great. I still feel overwhelmed. And I'll say, well, what do you feel overwhelmed by? I don't know what to delegate. So that sometimes is a step in and of itself. So before step one, step two and step three, which is the process, which we'll keep in one, two and three. Some work that might need to be done first is make a list of all the things that you can think of because that's a new manager problem. They're like, what? Mm -hmm. What things could possibly be delegated? And then who could you possibly delegate them to? It doesn't have, it could be in pencil. Mm -hmm. Just some start brainstorming around the who, the list, and then the who, and then begin with the thinking. So it's just sometimes that trips people up. Brilliant. Yeah, that is a great step. And Sometimes it's one of those, we talk about this a lot, I think because it comes up a lot in coaching, it's, it's you feel this overwhelm. And when you just put pen to paper, it's actually, yeah, it's right there. it so, becomes a lot clearer. Yeah. And maybe it's actually a shorter list than mm-hmm. you thought. But at least it's it's kind of like putting some definition to mm-hmm. this big. Like, or maybe it's a really long list. Mm-hmm. But the point is you got it out of your head yeah. and you know where to start. Okay. So if you're listening to this, I would I would really encourage you to do that list if you need to do the list. Or if you feel like you know what needs to be dele- what what you need to delegate, then think about which level do you need to start at for that thing. Is it a is it a one, a two, or a three? Um, and maybe where even tends to be your trip up point. Like which one of those levels tends to be where you get tripped up. I know for me it's level one. Maybe that's why I wrote so much about it. Probably. <laughs> but some some people it's two, or some people it's that third one. Uh, which one tends to be where you get tripped up. 